Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Stefano, and this is When Leaders Talk, a podcast about leadership and, most importantly, about leaders. This is a special episode. This is a special episode because we do not have a guest. Because I really wanted to take some time and talk about something that is very dear to me. Actually, this is a topic that is... uh, kind of recurring in pretty much all the interviews they have done in the previous months, self-awareness. And on this topic, actually, I had a workshop um, a few months ago before the summer because self-awareness is the starting point for a successful, a successful life and for successful leaders, therefore. So basically, what I'm saying is that If you want to be a good leader, if you want to be an effective leader, you have to know who you are. I mean, just think about it. Would you ever go in a car in which the driver is not very sure about their driving skills? They don't know the car that much and they don't have any navigational system to reach a very uncertain destination. This is what self-awareness is about. Self-awareness is much more than that. And we will go into details and we'll try to describe what self-awareness is. What is the risk of not having self-awareness? And what you can do starting from today to be more self-aware. Also because You know, if you're a leader, I'm sure you want to project a kind of confidence, right? And this confidence comes from your identity, from you being authentic, from integrity. I'm sure that you will agree with me. Would you trust someone who does not have an understanding of their limitations? Or would you have a leader who is not really confident and doesn't doesn't have a good self-esteem would you trust these people would you appreciate someone whose decisions are really not aligned with their own values i'm sure the answer to these questions is well no hell no and also because in my view leadership is pretty much structured on three pillars the first pillar is the person in this case is you and this is you with your skills with your weaknesses and knowledge and with the person you have become the leader you have become the second pillar is your destination that is your vision can be a long-term vision or can be like a more an objective a goal in the short run to reach a greater vision to reach a greater goal the third pillar is well your navigational system if you know who you are if you know where to go you still need kind of a gps a compass to get there this reference system is made of your values what is important for you What are the things you would never say no to? What are the things you would never compromise? Well, and as you can see, self-awareness 
is in all these three pillars is really transversal is in the first pillar the person you are is in your vision and is in your reference system before we go into more details let's define self-awareness what is self-awareness now that we understand why self-awareness is important well self-awareness is first of all a conscious and introspective knowledge of yourself basically is that you are aware of course of who you are and how you became the person you are that means knowing knowing your story acknowledging you know that many people many events have contributed to shape the person you are it's not just that it's also understanding how these people it can be a teacher it can be a mentor it can be a family member it can be a friend and those events have impacted you what was important about that event what was important about that person also self-awareness means reflecting on your thoughts and feelings understanding your thoughts and feelings understanding where they're coming from understanding the root causes for your thoughts and feelings so self-awareness will allow you to grow right will allow you to understand where you can grow will allow you to develop emotional intelligence and therefore you will be a more effective leader because you will take informed decisions because you will improve your relationship with others because you will be able to to manage your emotions almost to use your emotions and also because you will show up with integrity because everything you will do is going to be aligned to what is important to you self-awareness can be described like an onion right so the onion is composed by layers the external layers and the more inner layers self-awareness is the same the first layer the the most external layer is the one that everyone can can watch can observe can understand it is the layer where you can show your appearance your attire your communication style you even your leadership style then there is a second layer that some of your friends not everyone and some of the people you work with your family members may understand about you and it's your needs your desires your strength, strengths and weaknesses and then there is the third layer this third layer is accessible to you of course and to few of your friends and colleagues and family members really few and this is the layer where you understand your motivation this is the layer when you show your vision when you show your values remember when we talk about vision values has a reference system and then there is another layer that is pretty much accessible only to you and only if you want to understand how this layer is done what's in there and this layer where you can discover your saboteurs saboteurs are in inner voices that are telling you oh stefano 
you're not capable of doing this or oh you will never achieve that those inner voices that you have i'm sure you have everyone has that maybe in the past were useful because they protected you from something but now they're stopping you to achieve what you want to do and then you have allies in the same layers you can understand the allies the counter saboteurs other voices if you want other source of energy that will allow you to overcome obstacles on the same layer there is your life story understanding where you're coming from how events people impacted you how transformed you not just what, but how. And in the same layer, there are your blind spots, something that you cannot see immediately and you need really to focus to understand what it is. There is another layer. Another layer is even less accessible to you and pretty much not accessible to anyone else. The, in this layer, you can discover your inner leader and your life purpose. The inner leader is your source of motivation and energy if you want is where the allies they take their own energy is really the nucleus of your strength of your self-acceptance self-authority the life purpose is not your vision the life purpose is really what you want to achieve what you want to do how you want to contribute to the world life purpose is the direction you always walk towards. Sometimes you depart from this direction, you go farther, sometimes you get closer. And when you are farther from your life purpose, you feel less motivated, less energetic. When you get close to it, you feel energized and strong and you wanna do it. Understanding life purpose is important to shape everything else that we've been talking about. Just think about it. And of course, once you have been able to peel the onion completely, you reach the core, the inner you, who you are, what you are, the real you. Let me tell you what are the risks of not having self-awareness. You know, there are many risks. There are many cases. There are many situations. And when we talk about leadership and leaders, one of the risks, for example, is not feeling fit for the job. And this means that, for example, you think you're not good enough or you are too good. How many people you have met that don't feel fit for the job? How many people think, oh, I'm in this position, as I said earlier, because I'm lucky? And that's because they don't know who they are and probably they don't even know how the other people see them the other risk can be lacking identity lacking identity is actually a big risk think about it it's like i don't know what i'm doing i do things because i have to do them but i know what i'm doing um i think the most common example when it comes to business is people might start a business just to start a business but this business is not what they want to do, nor what they are good at. And at the end of the day, having success without knowing who you are is not much, right? And then there is the willingness 
to grow. The other risk that I want to point out is the willingness to grow, or better, the unwillingness to grow. You know, because some people are satisfied. Maybe they think they have reached a good point in their life. They are content and they settle. What's wrong with it, you might think? Well, the moment you settle, you don't understand what your weaknesses are. Being content on what you are is great, but at the same time, not understanding that there are still things you can improve and working towards improvement is a risk. First of all, because you don't know how big those weaknesses are. Second, is because people will, will see how you settle. Trust me, it's not nice to have a leader, a person, a boss, who thinks, oh, I'm so good, I don't need anything else. Leadership is a process, it's a continuous process. We learn to lead every day. We never stop learning if you wanna be good leaders, also because the world is changing around us. So these three risks, they can combine and they can create, for example, passive aggressive leaders or micromanagers or people who abdicate their role as a leader. But the worst combination, the leader who is, doesn't have identity, the leader who is unwilling to grow, the leader who thinks they are not fit for the job, this combination creates what I think is the worst type of leadership, of leader, the nar narcissistic or the unpredictable. The person, the guy, who changes you know, their mind every day, every moment, and everything is shaped on them. And what they build is a house of cards, is an unstable structure. They create something that the moment they, for example, they leave will collapse, or is simply impossible working with them. I want to tell you a story, not on the narcissistic and unpredictable, but on the abdicating. This is a story that goes back to when I was a younger Navy officer. I was on a ship. My job was a navigator. Basically, pretty much I was responsible, among other things, to, you know, uh, designing the route, the, the course for the ship, where we have to go, and, and, and so on and so forth. So, in special moments, I was always on the bridge. The bridge was the pilot house. The commanding officer of the ship was a nice guy, a quiet guy. A little bit too quiet, if you ask me. Too quiet. He was one of those people who really didn't want to appear um, invasive. The problem is that it was actually quite the opposite. When we talk about the risks of self-awareness, I think he thought that he was not good for the job. On the other side, his uh, deputy commanding officer what we call the executive officer, was an aggressive person, loud and, and very, uh, with high esteem about himself, um, very stubborn and not open-minded at all. And I remember many times I talked to this guy, he was like, oh no, no, you're too young, you don't understand, you're too young. He did not care about other people's opinion. So we had this combination of this commanding officer, the executive officer, and the funny thing is that the commanding officer, at the end of the day, he abdicated his role. He abdicated his functions 
And the executive officer was the informal leader on the ship. Of course, the, 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 the commanding officer was still the one signing the papers and um, officially leading the ship. But unofficially, we had another person. And this created havoc on the ship. And this havoc once almost resulted in physical damages. And this combination is pretty much the perfect example of two leaders, both lacking awareness and combining this lack of awareness on the same working environment, a toxic working environment. They created a toxic working environment. Now, we talk about the risks. Let's see how we can mitigate. How can mitigate the risk? How can we improve our self-awareness? There are many things you can do. And I always start, I like to start with probably the most natural, that is self-reflection. Take your time to understand who you are. I know we are always rushing from one thing to another. Our schedule is full. But you need to take your time to journal, for example. Journaling is something you can do daily or weekly. And when you journal, you take time to sit down and reflect on the happenings, events of the last week or day. And you can reflect on your reactions. What was the cause of your reactions? Meditation. Like, for example, mindfulness on the other side will allow you to be in the moment, will teach you how to be in the moment, to understand your emotions when they come in. Of course, it takes time, both for journaling and meditation, to um, give you the key to unlock um, the understanding of thoughts and emotions. But this time well spent is investment. The other suggestion that I have is to be self-compassionate. Basically, that means understanding that you are a human being. And as such, you make mistakes. Sometimes you fail. Of course, it's important to understand what makes you know, the, the, the failure. Why, why do we fail? But at the same time, it's important to understand that failure is part of growth. Actually, we grow a lot, uh, we grow a lot more when we fail, if we learn from failures. And failure will allow you to see, for example, your blind spots, your weaknesses. The important part is to take the lesson learned and be willing to be better. The third suggestion that I have is Asking for a feedback. Asking for a feedback from people you trust. It can be a, a colleague, it can be a, a friend, it can be a family member. But asking for a feedback and listening to it and accepting it is really a great way, at least to understand the first three layers, you know, depending how close this person is to you, to give you access to, to those three layers, right? that we discussed earlier. As I said, be humble when you ask for feedback. Be open. Don't just ask for asking because you have to check on a to-do list. Listen carefully 
and accept it. And if you ask more people, you might hear some recurring things. And probably this is where you want to focus first. Or you can learn and observe other people. And I'm sure now you're asking yourself, how can it be? I mean, how can I learn from other people? What can I learn about me from other people? First of all, I'm sure you have role models. Someone that inspires you. And if this person is inspiring to you, it means that you have something in common with this person. Maybe a, a, the life purpose. I want to make you an example. Um, one of the people I really admire is Simon Sinek. I admire his communication styles. I admire the way he delivers a message and the message he delivers. And it's not just that I admire his communication styles. I really share his vision of the world. My life purpose is similar to his. I'm not saying it's the same, of course, but it's very close to his. That's why I want to learn from him. And doesn't have to be a person that is still living. It can be someone that in the past, some, some, some uh, personality that, um, I don't know, is close to you or not. But studying these people, observing these people, learning from these people, and there are plenty of books, actually. It's, it's really um, powerful. And of course, if you want to do more, you can ask, you can seek inter external help. It can be a psychotherapist, it can be a coach, it can be a mentor. It can be someone that shows you the way from an external point of view. That's because an external perspective is always great. And professionals like a leadership coach, like myself, can really give you the opportunity to look at things in a different way, to understand better who you are. They don't know who you are. They have the skills, if you want, to allow you to access who you are. For example, one of the tools that I use is called Enneagram. The Enneagram is not just a personality test, is really a way to make you understand who you are and to chart your journey to be a better leader, a better person. I apply in Enneagram to my coaching because I found it very uh, interesting and powerful. And I've discovered a lot about myself with the Enneagram. The last thing I want to suggest to you is to be strategic. Plan things step by step. You cannot peel the onion all in once, but you can do it slowly, day by day. It's a discover almost never ending because of course things change in your life, but it's so fulfilled, fulfilling. Once you reach the core of you, even if things change, I'm sure you will develop an easier way to understand how things are changing about yourself. But be strategic, be patient you will never be able to get there at the core of who you are in one day. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's a process. It's not an event. That's a big difference. It's a process. 
And you can, once again, use small habits like I'm doing. You know, every day I have a checklist of things I want to do day by day. And those things are small things that I can put. It's like a brick I put to build this house that is myself, that contains myself. Once again, I want to suggest a couple of readings you might uh, look at that can help. One is called Atomic Habits and the other called Tiny Habits. And they both, uh, they actually propose a, a very easy way to help you build habits that will allow you to achieve what you want to achieve. And they work on self-awareness very well too, trust me. All right, and this pretty much conclude my, um, my episode on self-awareness. I hope you like it. I hope you took away something from, from this. But let me remind you a few things. First, now is on you. Now that you're listening to this podcast, it's, it's on you. What do you want to do about yourself? Do you want to be that leader that is not self-aware? Do you want to be that person that doesn't know who they are? So I'm asking you, and you might write in the comments to this episode, what are you committing to? What are you going to start today or tomorrow at most? A small thing. Write it, and if you've read in the comment, is it's like creating an accountability system. So you a liability system. You you have to do it. Of course, you need to be aware of one of the saboteurs that you, you may have. But is the the the, the saboteurs say, oh, I don't have time for this. I am so busy all day. I don't have time for this self awareness thing. Well, this is an investment, my friend. This is an investment for you. The 10 minutes you might need per day, even less if you want. Those 10 minutes are an investment to be much better later, much more effective later. And as I said, this is a never ending process. This is a process. But once you reach a pretty good understanding of the person you are, it's going to be easier to catch up with all the changes that happen in your life and inside of you. If you want to talk to me about this, I'm available. You can go on my website, masteryourseat.com, or you can um, contact me on my uh, social networks. As always, I will put, and there is um, the link to my uh, social media accounts at the end of this conversation, at the end of this episode. So I really hope this episode was interesting. And I, what I'm asking you is to write a comment at the end of this episode and let me know if you like it, how you like it. And if there are other topics like this, you would like me to cover in other episodes, even without guests. And thank you for have listened to this or have watched this video. And uh, I'll see you soon. Have a good day.